Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, February 6, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. I'll be eating this episode. <laughs> this, this is Ian. I'm, I'm full. I'm good. <laughs> are you on hunger strike? Uh, not at all. I'm just, I ate dinner earlier, and I'm at capacity right now. <laughs> Quit bragging. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about treasonous comments and military parades. <laughs> but first, uh, I want to mention everyone, if you want to uh, join in on the podcast, go to facebook.com slash profane arg, and you can post your thoughts or a link you would like us to discuss, and we will take a look. So this week, there was a Super Bowl. Yeah. Does yeah. anybody have any comments about the Super Bowl? I heard it was the best ever. I didn't watch it. <laughs> it was a pretty good game. You were misinformed. It oh, really? Was, again, it depends on what you look for and how seriously you take football, what teams you're committed to. There was no defense. I was so bored. Every time someone got the ball, I went, okay, it's going to be nine plays down the field, and then they score. And that's what happened every time. It was there definitely were, low on defense. Yeah, there were there were no well, there were no punts. There was only one crucial takeaway. Uh, it was a confusing letdown. There were a lot of uh, not a lot. There was at least one, if not two, calls that were very suspect that went mm-hmm. on to favor the Eagles, which is fine because through most of the regular season, every suspect call favored the New England Patriots. <laughs> right. So. I would say that the other thing that it was lacking was the uh, calls against pass interception Mm -hmm. or uh, pass interference. Yeah. There was no call for pass interference. And there were several that I'm like, that's clearly pass interference. (laughs) (laughs) I did did see at least one of those where the guy got there a little bit early. He was like, oh, I'm going to catch this. And the defender was like, nope, not if I shove you to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what Trump wanted, though? Remember he was complaining that, you know, you hit the guy too hard, you get out of the game? What? Uh, Yes. Yes, oh, and there was one of those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I heard, wasn't there like some kind of crazy trick play where like one of the yes. quarterbacks ran? I mean, it, that's not <laughs> exciting to you or is that just like hack well, bullshit? First, it was funny because uh, the Patriots tried it and failed and the Eagles were like, oh, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll try that. And then they succeeded. I'm like, they did the same play, basically. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was. I just assumed everybody hated the Patriots like I did I, like, around here. I'm over them. They've had enough. To, yeah. To stop. <laughs> I now I grew up in Philadelphia, so I should be an Eagles fan. But one, I don't care that much about football. And two, Eagles fans, they suck. I don't know what <laughs> well, one no. of them. <laughs> they were eating horse shit. You gotta admire a fan that's willing to eat horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. And taking yeah. down lampposts and throwing them in the Schoolkill River. Well, we do that kind of. We do that locally too. So no, I'm not, I'm not into it. Yeah. <laughs> it just so, costs uh, taxpayer money. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's Philly's problem. For the-, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the halftime show was a bit of a letdown as well. Yeah, strangely it was. I mean, yeah, JT's entertaining. I think I expected too much. Yeah, I, my my hopes were too high. Yeah, were you I hoping would- for two titties or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was hoping for some uh, actual singing from Justin Timberlake. And I was hoping for an in-sync reunion towards mm-hmm. the end. It was just not. It didn't I got have neither. Any- yeah, it had no pizzazz. What the hell happened to you? You were hoping for an instant reunion? <laughs> yeah, that would have been dope. <laughs> the Prince part was nice. Yeah. Was uh, I thought that was creepy. Oh. I, I liked how they lit up uh, Minneapolis in that oh, yeah. purple that Prince was, configuration. That was impressive. That was ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> in any case, the reason I bring this up is because there was an article that I wanted to uh, get to. The Star Tribune... In Minneapolis, they posted, there was a a poll that showed that clearly 25% of the Americans surveyed believe that God has direct involvement in the outcome of sporting events. Sure. Well, if if that's true, he's a real dick then. Because he's telling everybody (laughs) that they deserve to win. And clearly one team is not. Yeah, and uh, it's like that's a good point because the the one guy said that uh, God is the God of both sides. If you pray for victory, your team, you're praying for the loss of another. I, I find it interesting. O- overall, all Americans, twenty five percent believe that. Protestants, forty one percent. Sixty five percent of Protestants believe that God rewards athletes who have good faith with good health and success. So <laughs> if you have, uh, you know, if you tore your ACL, God hates you. <laughs> <laughs> If you beat your wife and only get suspended for three games, God loves you. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Drown a pit bull? You're coming back, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting poll I'm going to put on the webpage. That's insane. What are these people? Fucking retarded? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's an easy yes. <laughs> did you did you did you hear the about same, the? Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say these are the same twenty five percent of Americans who thought voting for Trump was a great idea. Mm. I, I would do it again. Yeah. On that tip and on the football tip, did you hear about the Breitbart article that somehow turned the Super Bowl racist, or they made a racist Super Bowl <laughs> article about wow. how the headline was? I didn't read the article about how a young. Muhammad Jr. was asking his father what football was. And it was, I think it essentially boiled down to, oh, the liberals thought it was too too violent. So they got rid of it or something like that. And there's a Hamas coming to, oh. to America. Some kind of whacked out shit like that. Oh, wow. No, but I don't know that this is the appropriate forum only because the store is already open. Did you guys see the, that crazy PETA commercial? No. Oh, don't think snap. So. There was uh-huh. a PETA commercial. Where some dude walks into a confessional, and uh, the priest on the other side is being played by James Cromwell, if you know who he is. Yeah. If you, if you don't, he was the farmer in Babe. Uh, excuse me, he is Zephyrin Cochran, the person he, who invented warp drive. He is, okay. he, is, gotcha. he is also that guy in every other movie. But so the guy is confessing that he is the marketing guy behind... Um, that tells us uh, about free-range chickens and humanely killed animals. And um, the priest is like, sorry, your sins are too great. How could you do such a thing? You can't be forgiven. Huh. Yeah. This was during the Super Bowl? <laughs> this is during the Super Bowl. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, yo. Yeah. Doesn't PETA euthanize like hundreds of thousands of animals a year? Yeah, they rescue them and then euthanize them, unfortunately. <laughs> Clearly Ooh. in a more humane way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it does relieve their suffering, but yeah, sure, yeah. Well, what about the commercial about uh, using Martin Luther King's speech to sell trucks? I heard about that. <laughs> was it as bad as I think it was? Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> well, it was super. You know, tug at your heartstrings, soaring speech about trucks. So, what about a truck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Uh, if you go to YouTube and uh, look up, there is a counter argument. Somebody took the exact same video, the the full commercial, and overlaid another speech where Martin Luther King is talking about advertising and commercialism and how bad it is. It's, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> well, you know, I I didn't know this, but I believe the King family has copyrighted the, that speech. They have, and so they willingly gave it to who was it? Dodge? Right? Who, I don't know who it was. Yeah, yeah, Dodge. yeah it was Dodge. So I mean, like. Yeah, Dodge, that was weird maneuver, but the King family yeah. was like, fine, yeah, pay us for this shit. Well, somebody asked him on Twitter, did you approve this? And the, the only answer was N-O. So maybe no, not. They said no? They said no. Well, oh, at bullshit. Least the person they asked <laughs> said no. That's all I got. Listen, one of those King kids, I believe Martin Luther King's nephew, is a Trump supporter. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> There's one in every crowd. <laughs> yeah, I believe he he came out of the woodwork during the shithole comment and uh, was making plenty of excuses. And I believe his actual grandson was like, no, this is fucking horrible. But they're like, and if for an opposing view, we have the nephew who's like, that eh, Trump's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe he might have been dressed like a pimp. I, I, I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so I guess fuck you, Dodge. Fuck you, King family for actually selling it to them. If they did. I mean, who knows? They they might have a lawsuit on their hands if they didn't. Yeah, Yeah. you would think so. I guess we'll find out. All right, moving on. I have a couple things kind of local news. One is definitely local news for uh, Mm. Karen and I. State College, our local hometown, has declared that conversion therapy is illegal in the borough. For minors. For minors, right. Mm. Was there uh, a problem there? No. Oh, just preemptive? Preemptive. Right. And as uh, I forget what uh, Murphy, I forget in Dan Murphy, I think, for an LGBTQ youth, it is uh, the possibility that these things even exist is threatening. So that's, you know, that in and of itself could do the damage. So they they wanted to just throw it out there and sure. say that that is not right. And it's, it's one of those things that sometimes you can make a law that starts at the federal level and applies to everybody all at once. Sometimes you can start with a local law and take it to a you know a county or state law and move it upwards. This one looks like we'll have to move upwards instead. Okay. Goddamn liberal college town. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Forwarding the gay agenda. 
<laughs> Whatever that is. Mm. Uh, and in not-so-local news, kind of a big news, the gerrymandering in Pennsylvania. Yeah, was, that was dope. Yeah, yeah, it was declared that uh, the, the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court, was it? Or an appellate Correct. court? It's the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Okay. They declared that uh, the gerrymandering in Pennsylvania was illegal based on the Pennsylvania Constitution, and the arguers took it all the way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, yeah, we're not going to touch that. So they they held up the lower court's Well, not really lower court, kind of parallel court. It's because it's state court versus federal court. Right. And really, they I don't think the federal court, they didn't say this, but my opinion is... There was no federal standing. This was all based off the Pennsylvania Constitution. It wasn't a off the federal Constitution. So right, but it wasn't a question for that court, and they agreed and they said no. <laughs> so yeah. send it back. So Isn't now it? the uh, legislative body has until the fifteenth, I believe, to redistrict the state. And if they are unable, well, and they have to redistrict it, uh, and then it has to go in front of Wolf, the Democratic governor who has the right to veto mm-hmm. and if they are unable to reach a settlement the state court will do it themselves yeah which will probably end up in a lawsuit but i, I don't know against who they are the, they are the state supreme court hopefully they can come to a compromise and just get back to a normal balance of power in the state because i don't it? know i don't know if that's going to work because there are what 18 republicans 18 districts, 13 of them are Republican, but 54% of the state votes Democrat. Yeah. So I don't know how the local legislation, I I understand that the Republicans are in charge of the state legislation as well. So Mm. I don't know if they'll be able to get something that uh, Wolf will agree to, but. And what are the Republicans doing to stop this? They already failed. They already failed? Are you sure? Yes. The, 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 The attempt to appeal it in court has completely failed as far as i know well yep. i will not declare victory till the day that ian and i are not in the same district <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we're not in the same district as erie <laughs> the real problem is down by philadelphia and pittsburgh yeah the pittsburgh is bad but the the area by philly is insane there yeah. are these really curved long lines around philly it's the oddest thing and i think that was the thing that really threw over the the judgment, because there was just, it's its ridiculous. You just, It's insane the way it's drawn up. So in any case, we'll continue to see and we'll we'll see you by the 15th what uh, what's going on. Now, if this goes through without any problems, do you think like uh, other states will be taking this up? Yeah, I think other states, well, it depends on what how their constitution is written, I would guess. Because right now there are, what, two or three pending at the U.S. Supreme Court. But if people fight at the state court, they might have better, this is a good example of how you can do it. If your state constitution upholds those same rights. Right. So it'll depend. Wow. Proud of Pennsylvania twice in one week. I know. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about the story about the girls who tried to poison their friend with the with the pineapple. <laughs> what? Oh, I saw I, something about that. Was that in yeah. Pennsylvania? That was Pennsylvania, was. baby. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the details about it. I just know that uh, there was a, a girl who had severe pineapple allergies, and her friends decided, let's play a joke by uh, smearing her with pineapple juice. No, they, they, <laughs> they smeared it on their hands and then gave her, and I don't think it was a friend. I think it was somebody they didn't like, and decided to, they just kept going up to her, like, hey, give us a high five, give us a high five. And then the girl had to go to the hospital afterwards, and the other girls got brought up on a series of charges. Sure. Like, attempted murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Attempted bodily harm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, apparently the allergy was severe and known, wi- widely known. Mm. Like the lunch in the area, the one lunch period had no pineapple in the area due to her allergy. So it was quite clear. But in any case, yeah. uh, actually, I wanted to move to Mississippi. Oh, uh, there, there was a bill that we had talked about to force teachers to recite the Ten Commandments <laughs> at the beginning of every school day. So, if you remember, this was State Representative Cradell Calhoun. Uh, So, (laughs) that has been struck down. It died in subcommittee. Oh, good. But, uh, and another bill that he introduced also died at the same time. This one said that you they were required to have a moment of silence. Now, the first one also had a moment of silence. So, he wrote two bills that did somewhat (laughs) of the same thing. But uh, they have both been... 
not well they just weren't brought up to a vote everybody just went no we're not no we're that's not happening <laughs> nice try dipshit wow go do something so useful yeah I, I suspect that for all the time that he's in office he will not do anything useful but okay yeah i i can't imagine that's imagine. safe bet yeah so good job mississippi house education committee <laughs> now if you could just stop hassling gay people yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to mention, I wanted to do this, a little bit of international news. Up in Ontario, Ontario, Canada, there has been a law passed there that says that if a terminally ill patient requests to end their life, which is legal in Canada, all across Canada, I believe, and the doctor has a religious objection, they are required by law to give them a reference for another physician, a physician who would be able to help them. That's a fair compromise. I was really hoping you were going to say they are required by law to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you have to go kill this old man. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, in Canada, it's a lot like pharmacies, uh, different pharmacists that don't want to give birth control prescriptions. If they don't, they have to give a reference to someone locally who will, someone who can aid the person. So Okay. That is reasonable. Yeah. Another upshot for Canada. Yeah. I mean, I, I still find it somewhat mystifying that a, a doctor uh, who is a person of science and, and learned um, has managed to get through all that education, science-based education, and still believes in God to such an extent. I mean, not not as a you know a, a theoretical thing, but as an as a punishable thing that they would make these kinds of decisions. I, it just boggles my mind. They're in it for the money. Uh, they gotta be. What other reason would they be there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it it doesn't make sense to me. You surround yourself with science for, you know, eight years. You practice in it every day, and yet you don't understand science. <laughs> it's weird. Well, that is a that is a topic that keeps coming up, uh, you know, in different arguments is how do people – there are scientists and there are astrophysicists who are religious. There are – I mean, I – I don't get that. I don't understand how you can apply the scientific method to everything except your Belief. religious thoughts. Right. You know? I, mean, I mean, I get people that um, believe in religion as a as not a hobby, but as a as a habit and as a tradition, that kind of thing. But people that are you know fundamentalist Christian religious freedom people, how do you combine those two things in one person? That's just bizarre. Was it a cognitive dissonance? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We'll put it down to that for now. You know who's not a big believer in that? Elon Musk. <laughs> Cognitive dissonance? No, in religion. And, and oh, uh, yeah. he's all about the science, that boy. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> and he's proving he's pretty good at it, he yeah. and his team. And he put a little flair into it, too. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. It's, it's so weird. I mean, a car, really? It's okay. not weird. <laughs> you have it's to weird. put some kind of ballast in it to test it out. And he said... Why not put my car in it? I own a car company. <laughs> no, you know what would be super cool? Get my convertible, and we're going to play uh, David Bowie when it gets up there. <laughs> Come on, that is cool. <laughs> that is. Yeah. And the fact that I can go on YouTube and see this spaceman in the fucking car going around the planet right now. It gave me flashbacks to uh, heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It looks almost just like it. <laughs> A lot less boobs, but yeah. Well, I mean, that. I that just mean the part. beginning. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time I'm watching this, too, I'm like, are there any flat earthers watching this right now? Like, how do they fucking justify this shit? Sound studio, it's all fake. Oh, it's all, that car's not really up there? Right. Yeah, absolutely. People can. I, I'm learning that, you know, on, on every level. How can, how can Nunes look <laughs> at a picture of Papadopoulos and Trump sitting back together? Going, I don't even think they met. <laughs> here's a photo. They're eight feet here's from a, each other. Here's Trump saying. Here's Trump saying he's a great guy. He's a, he's a, he's a big energy guy. <laughs> Terrific. I I don't think that happened. All right, you're you're right. <laughs> so I assume it's similar to that. Yeah. I'm sure we're gonna get on this later in the show, the, the memo. But did you hear about him saying yeah. that the font size was too was too small on this? That's something. <laughs> oh, oh, no. He was saying the footnotes were too – the footnote the, – the things were called out in footnotes instead of in the text, so he didn't see it. Oh. Well, let's save this so, for that part because there's a whole bunch of – Okay. There's a lot to mine sure. there. 
Yeah. <laughs> sure. So in the meantime, uh, some state news. Uh, we talked about this before in Georgia. A coach who would, after the game, the final whistle was blown, he would call his uh, his team over and pray with them. Yeah. Uh, he was told by the Freedom From Religion Foundation, stop it. And the school district administrators, they uh, eventually responded and said that they would put a stop to, uh, his name is John Small, so they would put a stop to Small's actions. And apparently how they're going to put a stop to uh, him doing an illegal prayer is to make that prayer legal. (laughs) State Senator Michael Williams sponsored uh, SB 361, which is Coach Small Religious Protection Act that would specifically allow coaches... To say a prayer or to, I don't know, be the chaperone over a a student-led prayer, Mm -hmm. it would basically make it part of uh, the law that coaches could do this. So that's apparently how they're going to address this. Is it any prayer or does it have to be that specific Christian prayer? Oh. Because you know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Satanic football coaches? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know exactly all the wording of it, so I don't know. The the argument was, well, and they also, they, they took a stab at the FFRF. Public schools are being threatened by out-of-state special interest groups. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still, against, it's still against the Constitution, so. Yeah, it really still is, and it isn't going anywhere. But it's, so the one piece does say that during contract time, faculty and employees of the uh, elementary and secondary schools may permit and be present for student-initiated religious expression and participate in voluntary student-initiated, student-led prayer. So there's nothing specific about Christianity, at least not in this story. Wait, what What grade does this coach... Uh, coach. Yeah, what grades is he? What kind of is this? Middle school, elementary? I believe he I was high school. His, his was high oh, okay, school. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make. I'd be like, if this is fucking elementary kids, this is insane. Well, elementary kids playing football is freaking insane, but that's another topic <laughs> for another day. <laughs> Hell, football, high school is bad enough. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, he specifically was at the high school. I do not. In any case, that's how they're they're going to do this. But obviously, as soon as this gets anywhere, if it gets passed, FFRF is going to be filing suit. So sure, and the FFRF is going. <clears throat> All right, let's go, let's do this. Lousy <laughs> out of state special interest groups. So over in Iowa, we, we talked about this guy before. State Representative Skyler Wheeler. Skyler. <laughs> Skyler. He's an anti science legislator. He co-sponsored a bill last year to uh, make it so that teachers would have to include the argument of pretty much anything. Evolution, global warming, origins of life, human cloning, anything. They would have to give the opposing point of view during their instruction. He is a graduate of Pat Robertson's Regent University. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And he was specifically asked by one of his peers that... uh, the fact that this is clearly is an attempt to teach Christianity. And uh, he was asked about, well, what if we were to include teachings from the Quran, the Talmud, and other subjects that represent more diverse parts of society? And his response was, the Bible is different than the Quran. The uh-huh. idea of this bill, of the bill, is because of the specific impact the Bible has had on the history on history of our history, our founding, our culture, the Quran has not had that impact. So so this one, I thought it was amusing that you brought up <laughs> only Christian. This one is only Christian, <laughs> specifically. And this is, uh, this is in Iowa. He is, uh, again, pushing this to uh, get New Testament and Hebrew scriptures for their influence in law, history, government, etc., etc., Seriously, at Iowa Atheist, who's ever running against this guy, put up a sign in your lawn that says vote for that other dude. Yeah. And sponsor the FFRF because they fight people like this guy. Man. Or the ACLU. Uh, I wanted to bring up down in Florida. Ew. We (laughs) We had mentioned this before, but it is past the first hurdle. A bill to require all schools to display In God We Trust... And if you have any questions about uh, the origins of In God We, Tr- or In God we Trust, the, the motto, there is an interesting article that I'll post next to it as well about the origins, how it came to be, what it previously was, and how we really narrowly averted a much stronger 
motto about how God was our founding I, I don't have it in front of me, but I, God was our founding uh, inspiration for the country. Wow. So, hey, at least we don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, this is good news? No. <laughs> but the bill in Florida is passed its first hurdle, but it still has to go in front of the full the state representatives. So we'll keep an eye on it and see, see how it goes. Uh, on the national stuff, Kathleen Hartnett. What? Trump's uh, environmental pick. She, well, it was his pick to direct the White House Council on Environmental Quality. She is amazing. Uh, she, <laughs> she has made statements like carbon dioxide is good for you. You have carbon in your body, don't you know? Oh, <laughs> damn, I heard about this story about and, how uh, scientists are trying to decarbonize the world. <laughs> right. And fossil fuels ended slavery. Oh, my God. Well-known fact. Yeah. Well, there is some good news about her, though. I don't know if you're up to date on Kathleen Hartnett White News, but... I don't know. Is there something since this? Yes. The White House has withdrawn her as a nominee to head the Council on Environmental Quality. There you go. What? Yep. But she's clearly the least qualified. <laughs> what? 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 I forget why. Was she the one that had stock in cigarettes companies? No, that, that might have been that's somebody the else. head of the no. CDC, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Forget why. But yeah, she was withdrawn. So her, wow. her argument was that uh, if you look back in history and see when slavery declined, it was at the same time that the use of energy from fossil fuels was uh, rising. So obviously it was the fossil fuels that ended slavery. <laughs> yeah, oh. I mean, I can see the correlation. <laughs> <laughs> no longer the greatest president ever. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> wow. That is an amazing leap of logic right there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm happy to hear that. I don't, uh, if you could find a article, I will post it alongside. Okay. But yeah, she was, uh, so she was one of the people who was not brought before the Senate because they, it, the Senate time, you know, whatever, they, they ran out of time before the holidays. So she was just not voted on at all, but she was renominated in the new year. But uh, so if she's been withdrawn since that would be that would be good news because, man, she's a moron. <laughs> uh, speaking of Trump morons, uh, Karen, you posted this. I don't know a whole lot about this, but I know that this woman says that you don't need a flu shot if you believe in Jesus. Right. <laughs> Gloria Copeland is a member of Trump's evangelical, evangelical Advisory Board, and she has told people not to worry about getting flu shots if they believe in, believe in God. She said that I'll never – she says the faithful who don't have the flu can ward off the infection by repeatedly saying, I'll never have the flu, I'll never have the flu. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the, they let that one slide. Isn't the companies who make these vaccines pissed off? Oh, you would think, yeah. Well, this year's didn't work very well, so then I'm. You know. Actually, you know what? I agree with her. You should yeah. do that. <laughs> if but you not, believe that God's not going to give you the flu, then you should totally say that. You should inoculate your children, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And so. old people. And when you have the flu, don't go to work. Yeah, you don't need to share. Please don't share your flu. Don't flu, I bind you off of the people in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus himself gave us the flu shot. He <laughs> redeemed us from the curse of the flu. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, she, 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 she's a wonder. <laughs> uh, I wonder how she got so far in life. All right. The next thing that I wanted to talk about was Trump's speech. And I'm not talking about the State of the Union. The Ohio speech. Uh. Did you guys hear this speech? Oh, yes. I did not. Tell me more. I didn't even know what, what the subject was. So he was apparently doing a rally <laughs> somewhere in Ohio. And, rally that guy yeah and he decided to talk about the state of the union and <laughs> I, I i don't have it in front of me but he basically said did you watch them did you watch the people did you see how they reacted even when i was talking about positive things things that we can all get behind they wouldn't stand up and they wouldn't applaud me <laughs> you know I, I that's just un-american one person even said it was treasonous he's like i don't know should we call it treason yeah why not call it treason <laughs> For people not to clap at him. Nobody said that. Nobody shouted from the balcony, liar. Nothing like that. 
I just didn't stand and clap. So he's talking, uh, he referenced one point in particular where he's talking about the unemployment of African-Americans in America and how it's the lowest in history. <laughs> and the Black Caucus didn't stand up and applaud him. That is where he made his treasonous response or his treasonous statement was about the Black Caucus not applauding him for having low African-American unemployment. He loves picking fights with black people. Holy crap. Yes, he, he does. really does. Bill Maher did a whole segment on this about him picking fights with black people. The best, you know, the best response to this treasonous claim I, I saw came from Senator Tammy Duckworth. Do you know who she is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, the woman who has both her legs blown off. <laughs> yeah. Says that oh, yeah. cadet bone spurs won't tell me when to clap. <laughs> <laughs> and she's called him that a couple more times, too. I don't know if cadet really carries the gravitas. I mean, I would have gone with, you know, commander bone spurs. I think that will Yeah, work but better, he was but... a cadet. That was his highest actual <laughs> rank until he became president. Yeah. Well, now he's commander in chief. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I, but I still applaud her. Very, very creative. I like it. <laughs> I applaud Trump. Mm -hmm. This was a genius move on his part. If we can start throwing the term treason around <laughs> like it's casual slander and no big deal. When it comes out in Comey's – or not Comey's report, Mueller's report, he'll be like, yeah, you know, it's just a little treason. <laughs> I joke about treason all the time. I guarantee you that's what he's doing. Possibly. Yeah, it seems likely. He's gonna, he's, <laughs> I, he is going to throw around treason right along with obstruction and collusion like, ha, 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 obstruction and collusion. That's commonplace. <laughs> Democrats do that shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, certainly possible. But the, Depressing, but possible. <laughs> the actual, like, mouth breather's response to this, where they're like, yeah, fuck that shit, you're supposed to, uh, you're supposed to stand every time. And then show them the video of Paul Ryan never moving an inch when Obama was doing his State of the Union, looked like he just looked so unhappy the whole time. That is that treasonous now, too? No, I mean, he was, where, where that, that president was black. These people are- It doesn't matter. Fucking crazy. The- yeah, again, cognitive dissonance. It's it the the unequal rules are amazing, and they just don't they don't see it. They don't understand. They just don't get how unequal it is. Yeah, hypocritical. Hypocritical. That's a good word for it. So Eric Trump, of all people, <laughs> I didn't even know they yes. gave Eric Trump a speaking part. <laughs> he was on Fox News. And was talking about this, and he said, uh, "You know, I, they didn't even st they didn't stand for anything." When he said, "In God we trust," when my father mentioned, "In God we trust," the guiding principle of this country, no one stood. <laughs> we should all be guiding principle of this country. Yeah, we should all be <laughs> united in God. <sighs> mm. Man, why the fuck is anybody asking him questions anyway? <laughs> right? <laughs> what is he? He runs a company. That's all he does. Uh and what is that nonsense that this family of got to be the most unethical, mm. monstrous human beings on earth hiding behind God? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they're, like they're good Christians, like they've done something positive with us. Uh, well, <laughs> a lot of monsters have hidden behind God before. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I found the, the funniest thing about Trump's speech in Ohio was it was during the downturn in the stock market. And they, oh, had, yeah. they had a little ticker in the corner. And you could see the stock market tromping downwards as he's talking about how the, uh, the economy <laughs> Get the is fuck booming. out of here. You I know. didn't see that. Yeah, Trump News actually interrupted his speech to say, oh, God, the stock market's in free fall. <laughs> well, did you hear Sean Hannity blame that on Obama? I'm sure he Today? Did. <laughs> yeah. No, yesterday. Yeah. How did he blame Friday and Monday on, on Obama? Oh, come on. Don't you know? Uh, I, the, mm -hmm. the clip that I saw, it was something about creating false currency or some bullshit like that. And that's why the stock market dropped. That had nothing to do with Trump or anything that's going on or the low wages. It was totally Obama's fault. Hmm. It, it was Bitcoin. <laughs> Could have been Bitcoin. Could have been Elon Musk. Who knows? <laughs> but it wasn't wow. DJT. <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been the fact that they uh, just were signing in a new head of the the Fed mm. at that you know on Monday morning. The woman who right. I don't remember her name, but who's been in charge of the Fed for a decade or so, and who has really done a lot to bring us out of uh, the near depression that uh, that Bush called caused the Republican. Well, you can trace it back to Clinton too. So I don't just <laughs> want to blame Bush, but I mean she has done wonders. Her leadership, I. 
I think, helped significantly uh, with the fact that we didn't stay in a recession. So she's gone. And uh, <laughs> they brought this other guy in. And it was like right after that, that, that the, the market dropped. Was that a cause? Uh, a factor, I would say, probably. There was also something about unemployment was to the a low point and somehow that's bad for the i don't know bad for the economy i don't know how that works there were a whole bunch of theories the fact though that the fed that one individual can trip alarms in the computers nowadays is a little worrisome and the, that was the other part of this this is probably the first all automated stock market drop right and, and that's a little worrisome i had heard that there's really nothing to worry about that like because we had such an uptick that it's just leveling out. A correction, sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've met computer programmers. Eh, I don't like <laughs> the idea that there's no human to catch this, you know? It's all automatic. It's all It all happened with everybody just looking at it going, oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> look at it yeah. go. Woo! <laughs> so yeah. what, it dropped 666 points on Friday. It dropped another, uh, well, it dropped 1,600 uh, yesterday, but then came back five. So, uh, but then today it was back up another five at the end. So... I mean, just highly fluctuating. These are some of the biggest drops and rises that has ever happened. So I wouldn't call that a stable market I mean, no. <laughs> in any way. But you can't blame Trump. Well, you know, I, I've always made the argument that you shouldn't blame the the president. Now, the tax bill that he pushed for, we could... We could look at the tax bill <laughs> yeah, as causing, uh, you know, changes <laughs> within the economy. Absolutely. But uh, but then again, Trump's been saying constantly, look at the stock market. Look how well it's doing. And he's taking credit for it. Well, if you're right. going to take credit for when it goes up, you're going to be blamed when it goes down. It, it is funny fact. that that tax bill but, went into effect this month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you, Paul Ryan, huh? did you see the, the tweet that he momentarily posted and then took down? <laughs> What a dipshit. Yeah. Really? So, <laughs> what was it? It was a, a secretary, I think. It was a secretary posted a tweet to him saying, hey, this is great. I got $1.50 more in my paycheck this week. Yeah, that was gold. <laughs> and he now, retweeted it. <laughs> she can now afford her Costco membership for the year, which is $60. That was, that was wow. it, yeah. <laughs> is there nobody handling these people? No, not one. obviously not. I seriously think I can make a shit ton of money if I move to Washington and work for the Republicans and be like, listen, I'm just the guy you send your shit through. I will tell you when you are making a humongous mistake. And if you're going to put it on the Internet, it's not going to go away. Yeah, it's there forever. I got You got to give credit to the uh, Have you guys heard about Iron Stash. That doesn't ring a bell. You don't know mm -hmm. who Iron, St Iron nope. Stash is he's the uh, the iron worker uh, ex-military guy who is running against Paul Ryan this year. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, he, he retweeted. He goes, hey, look what Paul Ryan just tweeted. <laughs> so now it's on his Twitter page. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, you know, it's a real good idea. He goes, why don't you donate a buck 50 to me to and to these other things and blah, 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 this and that. But uh, the word on the street is, is that Paul Ryan might be retiring. Yes. At the end he's of the year. He's denying it, but. Could we talk about Trey Gowdy for a moment? And is uh, so wasn't he going to be in the reunion with NSYNC on the? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of people that are retiring, if I understand the sequence of events, Trey Gowdy was you know he's the one that led the Inquisition against Hillary for Benghazi, like right. five. Of he's them. the one that looks like he should be in House Slytherin. Yes, <laughs> Draco Gowdy. <laughs> Yes, Drake, Draco Gowdy. So he was gung-ho, Trump supporter, anti-Hillary, anti, um, I mean, completely down the line. He was the one Republican on one of the committees who was allowed to see the proof against Carter Page. Right. And the, the next day, he retired. Yeah, he like, said, I'm done. You know yeah. why? Because uh, he's, he's the head of the ethics committee now, isn't he? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, And he's the, the same reason that the Jason Chaffetz left. Is they're going to be the ones responsible to deal with all the fallout of Trump's shit when Mueller is done. He, But he saw the documentation that got the FISA warrant against Carter Page. Yeah, and he, he knows something's up and probably is like, shit, yeah. I don't want to be the guy. To, I don't know. want this ick on me. Right. And bailed the next day. Yeah, and like, now, oh. that he's, now that he's leaving and he doesn't need money from the donors, he's like, yeah, that memo don't mean shit against Mueller. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now he's backtracking and covering his ass. No, he's not on the ethics committee. I was just looking it up. He's on the oversight and government reform. I don't even know what that means. Oh. But he's also a permanent select committee on intelligence. Okay. But he has come out really vehemently against Trump. Not like, uh, what's his name, Flake. But this guy has come out and said, oh, yeah, that memo that Trump is saying is so it's, he's like, that's nothing. That's nothing. That yeah. will have no effect on this investigation whatsoever. Trump is completely com- vindicated Trump. <laughs> yeah. He, Gowdy is right on the other side. He's like, yeah, this is not going to affect it. I'm retiring. Also, he's retiring. And unlike Flake, Flake wasn't going to be reelected. Like he lo- looked at the numbers and went, no, I'm not. This isn't going to happen. Gowdy still has he- major support. Well, yeah, most likely he would have won. Yeah. Yeah. From what I understand, and again, you know, I don't know if this is true, is that Trey Gowdy, they're saying, is actually a pretty level-headed, legal-minded guy. And that he just got – that they put him in charge of that Benghazi thing and they're like, get us some fucking blood. Mm. And he did the best he could to get the blood <laughs> and he was like, we got nothing. We came up with nothing. And they got really mad and they're like, we wanted their heads on a fucking chopping block and you brought us nothing. So I don't know if it's part of that, that he's actually a really level-headed person. I think it's probably more in line, and I hate, I hate this about politics, that once you, you're not getting reelected and you don't need to rely on that donor money, you can say whatever the fuck you want now. Yeah. 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 Now we can actually be truthful to what he right. – or there was something in that – in the in the FISA warrant background data that was so jarring that it snapped him out of his idiocy. So I'm telling you, get money out of politics. Wolfpack.com, Justice Democrats. Yeah. Look that shit up. <laughs> they, don't, they don't take any PAC money. They don't take any fucking corporate money. That's yeah, the way to go. Well, we have to get back to that. I mean, you know, the the corporate support of, of politicians has got to end. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Speaking of which, the uh, the, the thing about Paul Ryan, I was going to say the, the woman mm-hmm. tweeted about the dollar fifty a week. The Koch brothers went, wow, you saved us so much money with this tax bill. Here's half million. Here's a half million dollars from the Cook brothers to Paul Ryan. Yep. Oh, he got Holy major crap. kudos for that tax bill. They oh, love yeah. him. And he saved a woman a buck fifty a week. Good job. <laughs> a Costco membership <laughs> is going to pay off. I wish I had a Costco membership. Uh, you know Costco how much me? money? Uh, <laughs> shit. I forget who it was. Keith Ellison tweeted out something like that. One of the banks or some, or some corporation, while this woman gets a dollar fifty a week, they made like three billion extra a year. On their on the tax break for them. Wow! And that the average recipient of the uh, the top one percent or whatever, the, what they'll be making is fifty one thousand dollars a year uh, saved on taxes, where most <laughs> wow. people don't even make. Which is <laughs> yeah, right. Similar to the buck fifty. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The Similar. Same. Now, yeah. is this is this is the woman true? Is that a real thing? Yeah, she, she actually, actually tweeted, tweeted that. Yeah. Oh, it, it might have been tongue in cheek. She might have been doing oh, it sarcastically. God, I hope it was. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I buck fifty. She's not gonna go, you know, whole wild on that. So, well, you I know how was... the deplorables they they went crazy over Nancy Pelosi saying that they're getting crumbs. Yeah, they're like, oh, these elitists, man. I like my crumbs. <laughs> well, that was one thing that Paul Ryan said in a tweet was these crumbs are starting to add up. <laughs> <laughs> because it was the dollar fifty one, and then it, well, there was another one where I forget where they worked. Uh, the people who make hostess, the people who make ding dongs, they're allowed to uh, <laughs> they're allowed to take home the featured pastry puff pie, whatever of the week. They're allowed to take some home, and he retweeted that and said, "Yeah, these crumbs are starting to add up." Like, yes, you can take home a ding dong. <laughs> so it was almost <laughs> akin to actually let them eat cake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Holy crap. <laughs> now, is he uh, that stupid or is he that out of fucking touch? That out of touch. They I are... Would, I would say column B. <laughs> yeah. They're very rich. They don't understand what it's like to be poor anymore. They don't get it. They don't God. understand what it's like to be middle class anymore. Someone has got to ask them that question. Someone has got to ask Trump, how much does a middle class family make a year? And he see what thinks, his answer is. He thinks it's around $130,000, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In fairness to Paul Ryan, have any of you ever had a fresh off the assembly line Pop Tart? <laughs> it's fucking incredible. I'm sure they are amazing. Oh my Wait, God. Is it so good it's worth destroying our country over? <laughs> no. Okay. No, but I'm just saying, those crumbs are adding up. <laughs> All right. So the other thing that I wanted to mention just 
before we started recording, I heard about this. Trump was just in France, and uh, he was there for Bastille Day, so he got to see France's parade, their military parade. He immediately came home and said, hey, Pentagon, I want one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want a parade like the one in France. That's literally what he said. Now, did he specify, <laughs> is it for, like, 4th of July, or is he just, like, yes. just, str- oh, it is, okay. I wasn't sure when if he's he like, was- I want a parade, now put it on as soon as possible for me. <laughs> when uh, I'm completely blanking on the name of the prime minister in France, or the president in France, Macron. There you go. Uh, when he was talking to him, he said, you know, I was really impressed, and I think I'm going to suggest that we do this on our July 4th, and I'm going to march it right down Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> Daddy, I want a goose that lays golden eggs. Dude, that's exactly what I was thinking about. That is that is the same shit I would do when I would go to a friend's house and he'd have a cooler toy than me. And I come home and be like, hey mom, can I get one of these? So what is what is different about well, I know it's different about North Korea and America, but what is different about France and America that it's okay there and not okay here? Well, do we know exactly what went on at the at the parade in France? Well, that's a good question. Like, maybe they had a couple guys with some muskets and shit and some guns, and that was it. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I do that, but with nukes. <laughs> no, they do They do quite a bit. It, it's, a, it's a full parade. I mean, I don't think they do, like, not like in North Korea where they're marching, like, missiles and everything. But it is several different, um, I forget what, what they're, they're called, but platoons-sized mm-hmm. formations marching down, the, I believe it's down the Champs-de-Lysées. Sounds right. In the middle of, in the, well, it's... It has to involve the Arc de Triomphe. Oh, good um, point. Yep. So, uh, but my understanding is that it's it's a parade. It's a military parade. A, a bunch of different groups of, of, you know, military members marching down the street. Now, I would imagine if Trump gets his way, it's going to look a lot more like the North Korea version. <laughs> or the China version. Or the Russia version. Yeah. So now we have a president who wants to, uh, he wants to have the military parade in front of him. He wants to uh, be able to call his uh, opponents treasonous because they won't stand and clap for him whenever he says anything. I mean, Banana Republic Mm. is where we're headed. Like, no doubt in my mind. He wants to be a dictator. He wants all the prestige of being a dictator. Yeah, he wants the the soldiers marching past to look at him as they move past (laughs) the, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Well, this is what he originally wanted for the inauguration, remember? And they shut him down. Yes. Yeah. But the, now it, the Pentagon no. is going to do this because they have to do whatever he says? Yes. Yeah, the Pentagon, the, he's the commander-in-chief. This seems like a tremendous waste of resources and time, but... Oh, it, yeah. Yes, it's You huge. know his base is going to eat this shit up, though, man. They love the military. They but love it, them. It, but it feels so un-American to do this. Oh, it this. absolutely is. This is... Uh, but but this, I can't put my finger on why. Again, just hire me, Donald. I will tell you. This is not going to help you. No. Well, hopefully he won't last until July and we can just scrap the whole idea. Well, that's wishful thinking, but... Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a tr- <laughs> it's how I sleep at night. Just leave me alone. <laughs> All right. But like anybody else who watches this who's, who's going to be like, well, this is scary and I don't really care. But meanwhile, I know I'm going to get on Facebook and I'm going to see... Oh, was this was the greatest day of my life, and the the beautiful mm-hmm. troops, the, the <laughs> angelic, majestic troops were out there, and oh, it was so great. I mean, it's like oh, the hard on these people have for guns and military. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I could I could just I could just hear the hear the Lee Greenwood behind oh, them. God, <laughs> as they're marching. Your favorite <laughs> guy drives me crazy. <laughs> what a baby. yeah oh yeah trump officials had discussed memorial day and july 4th but the pentagon prefers veterans day on november 11th in Mm. part because it would coincide coincide with the 100th anniversary of the victorious end of world war one and therefore less associated with the president and politics i'm fine with that (laughs) pushes it to november too (laughs) yeah yeah a veterans day parade with military in it makes sense to me yeah, as long as it's not tanks and nuclear weapons, I, I guess I can get. I get well, okay with it. They're probably gonna have to find a happy medium with him, but because he's probably yeah. wants the whole arsenal, probably, which will tear up the roads if nothing else. Jesus, tanks on roads—that can't be good. Shut down the <laughs> shut down the whole city for a while. Yeah, yeah. those fis- fiscal conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. Uh, Vice was talking about this a little bit earlier. I mean, 
all that practice time you have to put in. This is not something that our military is prepared to do. They don't practice marching in for a parade. So Well, you do when you're in basic training. So maybe the Pentagon will go, well, we'll just take some people out of basic who are really good at marching right now, <laughs> and uh, we'll shove them in there. And Well, I'm pretty sure he wants, you know, half the fleet. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But I don't know. <laughs> maybe he doesn't really understand just how big our military is. <laughs> But, uh, he wants them all. And North Korea, yeah. don't pay attention to when this parade is. <laughs> a, a couple of, you know, newly graduated, uh, I don't, not, they're not cadets at that point, but whatever they are. Sure. But that's not what he wants, though. He wants the, you know, scare the North Koreans parade. <laughs> that's just not going to happen. The North Koreans are not going to be scared <laughs> by showing off how many people we can put in uniform. It's certainly True. not going to be impressive for China. No. no. Yeah, I think they've got enough. They've got a lot more soldiers. So, Are they going to goose step? Oh. <laughs> <The> troops? <laughs> Be a high step like the North Koreans do. Mm. So the last thing that I have is uh, an article that was on The Hill, and it references uh, 314 Action, 314 Action. There is a record number of scientists running for office in 2018. If you want uh, to pay attention to this, you can go to 314action.org. They are a PAC who specifically are sponsoring STEM members, members mm. of the scientific... Uh, I'm going to forget what STEM means. Sci Techno technology, <laughs> technology, engineering, and... Mathematics, math, math, math. yes. Yeah. Uh, I was going to get three of them. <laughs> but uh, in any case, they uh, it's a pack for, for scientists getting into office. Uh, it's not just to give them money, but it gives them training, how to get grassroots support, um, and how to just get involved locally and, and in uh, state, federal government. So, hmm. And like I said, there's an article on the Hill that uh, I'm going to reference that uh, 200 individuals with backgrounds in science, math, engineering, uh, are going to be putting up bids for state house seats across the country. Right nice. on. Cool. So, as far as I'm concerned, about time. I'm glad to... Yeah, I'm going to go follow that link and find out who my local scientist is. Yeah, <laughs> see, if, see if there are any that uh, you can vote for in your area. Professor oh, Farnsworth. In this area. <laughs> oh, there's got to be some in our local area, huh? No doubt. So, in any case, that's the uh, that's the only thing I really wanted to mention about that. And I forgot. I added something on to the end, so I've got one last story, if that's okay. Sure. Wait, okay. we never even talked about the memo. Oh, we didn't. Well, let me get this in first, because right. it, it's related to something we just talked about, which was um, cam campaign donations. So, I ran into this earlier this week. The Tampa Bay Times did a uh, story about what they call zombie campaigns. It's... People that ran campaigns in the past got a whole bunch of campaign finance, got a bunch of money, and stuck it in an account somewhere. And some of them are dead at this point. Some of them are in private practice. Some of them are not running anymore for, you know, diddling kids or whatever reason it is. But they're, they came up with over 100 of these accounts are still out there. And people are using this money for improper things. They're using it to pay their children. They're using it to buy iPads. They're using it for um, food and drink. They're using it for all these different things, and they're not supposed to. They're only supposed to use it for their campaign. If they stop campaigning, they can donate it to a charity. They can donate it to another campaign. And there was one other, uh, or, or campaigning. The, the, the law is pretty clear that it must only be spent on politics and not on politicians' personal lives. But they found hundred of these accounts out there being used for all kinds of things. And the FEC knows about it and is incapable of doing anything about it because they don't have enough people, I would assume, at this point. Didn't so, our president do the same thing with campaign money? Yes, he did. <laughs> Constantly? Yes. Yeah. But it's not an, my point being, it's not an isolated event. This is, there are loads of people doing this to the tune of millions and millions of dollars. That, well, doesn't, doesn't oh, that's surprise thing, me that they're yeah. understaffed since the whole government is understaffed under Trump. Yeah. The other thing you can do with the money is give it back to the people that donated it to you. And nobody does that. <laughs> How often is that happening? <laughs> oh, you mean but, like, what about like that Steve Wynn thing? Did you did you hear about that? Uh, he was a DNC? He was the head of the RNC Treasury. RNC. Oh, right, all right. Okay. Yeah, but, the, remember, but remember when when Harvey Weinstein got busted, they were all mm -hmm. like, 
you've got to return every goddamn dime that he ever donated or do something with it. And then when it came to Steve Wynn and all the money he donated, they said, well, we'll wait and see if he uh, if he's uh, brought up on charges in court. Until then, it's uh, he's denying it. So they get to keep the money. It is double that standard goddamn again. double standard. Yeah. And, rep- yeah. and Democrats always fucking fold. <laughs> Fuck that. I'd be like, hey, you know what? Harvey Weinstein is a piece of shit, but I'm going to do something good with his money. I'll keep it. Yeah, it's better than giving it back to him. What the hell is he going to do with it? Well, they don't, no, they, I think they had to, like, <laughs> donate it, or I don't know, whatever. But whatever, they had to get rid of it. And the, <laughs> the Republicans are like, no, he denies it. Don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, good Lord. Anyway, that was my story. I'm done now. Sure. Mm. So, yeah, memo. we did We did completely not talk about the memo. It changed the world, right? How could we have yeah. not talked about it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Let me make sure that I have this straight. Supposedly, Nunes and his store, his staff wrote this memo. More likely, someone in the White House wrote this memo and gave it to him. He yeah. didn't deny that. Right. He never denied it. He wishy-washied around it, but he didn't deny it. Yeah. He got the committee, the, the committee that's investigating the Russian interference in the election, to vote on it, mostly Republicans, majority Republicans. He got them to vote on releasing it. Then walked it over to the White House oh, no, so wait. that Trump... He changed, he, first, he changed it. Right. But there were grammatical changes. That, uh, But that's... Okay, so let's not make light of the fact that they were grammatical changes. Because if the House votes on something and then somehow it changes before it gets to the president's desk, I don't really give a fuck what they changed. That means the president isn't looking at what the House voted on. Right. Well, I, first I of don't all, care what the four, changes were. It was four pages. Do you really think he read four pages? Of Trump, something? no. <laughs> no. So he, he, they then took it to Trump, who then released it, and this is supposed to vindicate the Trump, Trump, <laughs> the campaign, and everything. Meanwhile, there's nothing in it. No, it's the claims that the the stuff on Carter Page was uh, the evidence brought against Carter Page, and the reason they had the. Uh, why the ability to Eisenhower, do surveillance yeah. on him was because of the dossier, evidence from the dossier, which is not true. Right. Well, no, that it didn't even say that. It said Democrat- that the dossier, funded. all it did was confirm what they already knew. It, it, yeah, it even said that in the memo because he, yeah. he had been under uh, surveillance previous to the, the, the dossier being created. They said that in the memo. Well, not directly, but, you know, if you, if you looked at it, that's the timeline was in there. So, yeah, the blow up the world memo was... Nothing. Oh, the best way I heard it explained, I can't remember who it was. It was somebody on CNN. It went off like a fart in a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> so supposedly, so the Democrats have their memo, their 10-page memo over to the White House now. And Flynn actually said on – Flynn? Yeah. Actually said on TV today that um, not in so many words, but the president won't be reading that. They will have to summarize it for him. <laughs> Flynn? Not Flynn. I always get him mixed up. Not Flynn. Um, Kelly? Chief of Staff. Kelly? Kelly. Thank you. Yes, Kelly said on TV today that he won't read the 10-page memo, that it will be summarized for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love the the part where they were talking to Paul Ryan about it, and he was like, you know, the president wants things to be transparent, and this administration is all about transparency, yeah. and this and that. And what about that uh, Democrat re- memo? And he's like, no more questions. See you later, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Double standard, double standard. On a quick side note, the, I saw I can't remember where I saw this in what country it was. It might have been somewhere in the Netherlands or something like that. And there's some politician out there who said something on tape and then immediately, like an hour later, was like, I didn't even say that. That's fake news. I don't know what you're talking about. And they kept saying, like, no, really? you said that. We have it right here. And then he went to, like, a press conference <laughs> like that, and they kept asking him about it. And he was like, I believe I answered that question already. Next question. And then they kept asking him about it. And he's like, I think I've already, you know, and, and they're like, they're like, hey, no. this is the Netherlands. We don't, we, well, you're going to answer this question. And I was like, wow. <laughs> West Sharp Press was like that. Yeah. Well, they're, they're too competitive now. They, they can't. They got to get their own questions in. They well, used to work that. together. Not just that, but if they, I mean, they are competitive, but if they they don't want to lose access to the White House. At yeah, some point, too. if they keep asking and asking, somebody could lose access to the White House yeah, because of that. And uh, so they're not willing to, oh, CNN asked that question five times. They're not willing to then take up, you know, the flag and, and ask it again because th- they don't want to lose what access they do have. Mm. But in in the Netherlands, there's an actual free press. Yeah. 
<laughs> and yeah, so if a politician tries to avoid a question, all the reporters pick it up and run with it. Yep. It would be nice if ours did too. Back to the uh, the memo, though. I'm sorry. The yeah. guys <laughs> yeah. It is so obvious that Donald Trump did not scan this thing, look at it, or even probably even touch a copy of it. For the very fact that he was probably just told, this is the one. This is going to get you off the hook. Don't worry about it. He's like, fine. It's released. And he's like, hey, I'm vindicated. Great. When it has nothing in there. Like, it's so – it's had nothing to do with the Mueller investigation. Yeah. And if you just listen to, again, his speech in Ohio, well, we got him. We caught him. They're they yeah. so embarrassed that, no? uh, you know, they're caught red-handed. <laughs> and it's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you have no idea what was in that memo, do you? Well, did, I mean, is, is somebody just telling him that and he's repeating it to the people that are likely to believe it? Or yes. is he knowingly lying? Yeah, probably. Also, I'm yes. Surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised near the end of the speech in Ohio, he didn't say, oh, and congratulations to the Patriots for crushing the Eagles. And the <laughs> yeah. base would just believe him. Yeah. They're like, no, the Eagles so, won. They're like, that's fake news. <laughs> yeah, fake news. <laughs> he actually congratulated the Eagles, so. Oh, wow. Well, he did so win Pennsylvania. <laughs> So we were just talking about Steve Wynn, and he just popped up on my news feed. He's stepping down as the CEO of the resort company he founded. Oh, no shit. Damn. Yeah. I'm amid I'm I'm sexual misconduct allegations, so just stepped down. You know, I had totally pegged Steve Wynn wrong. I was not too aware of him till about 10, maybe 15 years ago. And I was always like, Steve Wynn and Donald Trump are constantly button heads over casinos, and Steve Wynn can't mm-hmm. go to Atlantic City, and Donald Trump can't go into Las Vegas. And and they're like, oh, but Steve Wynn's casinos are so much better. I always assumed Steve Wynn was like this young, up-and-coming guy, like a good-looking mm-hmm. dude, and like, you know, maybe like in his 30s or early 40s. And then I saw a picture, I'm like, oh my god, he's like a crusty old 70-year-old. He, he's the same guy. <laughs> yeah. He's West Coast Trump. He actually, yeah. I'm like, oh, the dyed, oh, dude, stop dying your hair. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh, he's grotesque. Yeah, he is. Wow. <laughs> Dyed black hair, orange face. Yeah. 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 He's had some work done, too. <laughs> he got that cool name, though. I, I really had pegged him wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, was he born Steve Wynn? Let's ask Wikipedia. Mm. <laughs> oh, nope. Uh, Weinberg. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> that is fucking... Nice. That is Jew gold right there. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. All right. Anything <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just good. really briefly on our way out for our ongoing contest, which was started, I believe, a week or two ago. Did anybody notice who came out and quickly denied accusations that weren't even directed at her? <laughs> when Nikki Haley was like, I'm not begging anyone! No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, well, look who's... But then uh, I also noticed that... that uh, your candidate was gaining enough popularity to be parodied on this mm. latest episode of Saturday Night Live. And I was like, damn it, Opix. It is you. <laughs> Did you guys see, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, get thrown off a of morning Joe? Uh, Wolf? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Who? The guy who wrote Fire, Fire and Fury. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Mika invited him on morning Joe so that she could throw him off. It was ridiculous. It, felt, it really did feel like that when I watched it. It was, it was nonsense. She was like, I can't believe you accused Nikki Haley of having an affair with Trump with no proof. He's like, I never did that. I absolutely no. have never done that in any way. She's like, get off my show. Yeah, He's he like, was like, whatever, you suck. <laughs> he was like, he goes, she's denying something I didn't even accuse her of. <laughs> but then he tweeted, did you see what he tweeted out after that? Um, no, I zoned sc- out. He's such a little scummy twerp. Uh, he, he is. He was like, "Oh, I guess Donald Trump was right about Mika and Joe." <laughs> Some bullshit like that. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> Trying to worm his way back in again. And it oh, was. Crap. It was a. It, it did feel like a hit job, though. They they did not even. They launched right into it, mm-hmm. and there was another woman yelling at him. And Mika's like, "This is morning, Joe. We don't take this shit here. Get out." And he's like, "What? Well, all right." <laughs> I mean, the the book is a bit of a just a gossipy sure bit of nonsense but sure again with but a grain of truth to a lot of it <laughs> right and again I, I i think he was was accurate it was it was mm. a pretty terrible interview and he he never said that although i thought that's what was going to come out i thought he was going to break down and be like i never accused her of that it's hope hicks all right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i would have been like no <laughs> Have you seen our president? Have you seen the women that he pays $150,000 to? 
to keep quiet. <laughs> they don't look like Mickey Haley. They look like Hope Hicks. No. <laughs> they look like Hope Hicks. They do not look like Mickey Haley. Uh, she's she's an, a, an attractive woman. Nothing against her, but that is not his type. No. Oh, yeah. Not she's way past Trump's expiration date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, she's past 30, so yeah. yeah. Hope Hicks used to be a model, huh? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> all right. Is that what you got? Yep. Okay. Yes. If that's the case, I hope everyone's enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you have, there are several ways you can support it. You can share it on social media, leave reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, again, facebook.com slash profanearg, or you can tweet at profanearg on the Twitter box, or send an email to godless at profaneargument.com. Also, please check out uh, other shows that exist on uh, the soon-to-be-named network, which we are a proud member. Uh, you can find them on soon-to-be-named-network.com, also on Tumblr. There are podcasts for comics, movies, TVs, video games, whatever you're looking for. I want to thank people for listening, and until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.